Hello and welcome to the Marketing Times Analytics Podcast. I'm your host, Alex Safranis, and today I'm on with Sina Agai. Sina, would you like to introduce yourself? Definitely. Good morning, Alex. Thanks for having me on your podcast. I'm Sina Agai, and currently I'm an assistant professor of marketing here at Wichita State University. I got my PhD degree from University of South Carolina, PhD in marketing. My bachelor's and master's degree, I got both of them from Iran, bachelor's in mechanical engineering and and master of business administration, MBA, focusing in kind of marketing. And again, thank you very much for having this discussion with me. Yeah, thanks for joining the podcast. So I guess one thing I'd like to start off with is what interests you most about marketing? What discipline within marketing did you choose to study? Uh, so, yeah, my background is kind of mechanical engineering and that's just kind of dealing with numbers. It's more kind of hard and technical. And that's why I switched to the social science and specifically focusing kind of marketing because from my perspective, uh, marketing is a kind of mixture of art and science. So I, I'm interested in science, in technical issues, in numbers, and, and on the same side, on the, uh, I, at the same time, I'm also interested in kind of soft skills, human interaction, interacting with people, creativity, being innovative. And I thought marketing can provide both both kind of path for me, both technical and also soft uh, path for me to follow. So that's why I'm inter- I was interested in marketing and I decided to pursue marketing career. So in the future, if you want to focus more on technical skills, or technical aspect of the, your job, marketing provides that kind of option for you. If in the future you want to switch to being more kind of soft skills, being creative, again, marketing can provide that path for you as well. Mm-hmm. So this is the beauty of marketing. And every semester that I teach intro to marketing to my students, I, I'm telling them that, hey, marketing provides plenty of options for you in the future. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So let's start broadly, since you mentioned you run intro classes. What is marketing from a high level? <laughs> yeah, sort of from high level. So again, uh, this is a very good question, and I want to t- discuss it from totally different approach. So if you look up marketing war google search for the marketing you see a bunch of definition from market for marketing for example marketing is sales and advertising selling product so this is one definition marketing is setting price so this is another definition another definition that you see is building relationship this is going to be another definition that we can see online, but 
American Marketing Association has a definition. I like that definition, but after that, I will kind of share my favorite definition of marketing. So from AMA, American Marketing Association perspective, marketing is creating, communicating, and delivering values to customers, your partner, your collaborators, and the society at large. So you have to create, communicate, and deliver something valuable to your audiences. Audiences could be customers, your kind of collaborators, your partners, and maybe the society or community. But this is a very good and comprehensive definition of marketing. But from my perspective, Seth Godin, have you heard of him? Yes. Uh, I like his definition of marketing. He says that marketing is a contest for people's attention. So there is a competition to win people's attention. And I really like this. It's pretty simple, but it is it has a rich content. So it's very comprehensive. So who are those people? So we can look at those people from professional perspective or personal perspective. When it comes to the personal perspective, your friends, your colleagues, your boss, your teacher, these are all people that you want to win their attention. So if you want to make a good friendship, so you have to win their attention. So it means that you have to market yourself. If you want to get a good grade in a class, you have to win instructor's attention. It means that you have to market yourself. If you want to have a kind of, to being promoted, having getting a bonus when you are in job, you have to win your boss or manager's attention, right? Mm -hmm. When you do the job interview, you want to win the interviewer's attention in order to convince them, hey, I'm a good fit, hire me. And one of the kind of most important kind of marketing event is when we are dating. When you date someone, you want to win his or her attention, right? Mm -hmm. In order to start and establish your relationship with the other party. So this is from personal perspective. So we want to win their attention. So every kind of interaction that we have in our personal life is kind of marketing activity. But from professional perspective, who are those people? The first is kind of your customer, right? Then you want to win their attention in order to sell your product being profitable. But we also have suppliers. You have to win their attention in order to build a long run relationship with them. Win-win relationship with the supplier. Also your employees. So you have to win their attention in order to keep them satisfied, keep them in your company, make them kind of, kind of happy in order to be efficient and productive. Another type of people are investors. So if we convince the investors to invest in our company, that definitely help us to grow and 
expand our business. So investors are going to be another type of people that we want to bring their attention. And finally, not finally, but the last main one, I think the government. If you have a good relationship, good collaboration with the government, that definitely will help you to run your business easier. So it could be federal government or local government or at the state level, but doesn't matter. So you have to establish this good relationship with the government means winning their attention. So yes, from my perspective, this is going to be a very good definition of marketing because that covers both personal side or personal aspect of the marketing as well as the professional mm-hmm. aspect of marketing. Yeah. When you're thinking about marketing that is taught currently in school, um, what are some of the more recent additions to marketing that are being taught? So you have like a traditional marketing. What what are some of the newer aspects that people are learning? So with the kind of emergence of these social media and digital things, so one aspect that has been kind of incorporated since kind of, I think, 20 years ago or 15 years ago was kind of social media and things like that. So I, I think since 2010, universities have started to incorporate these kind of social media, digital marketing related course into their curriculum. But recently with the development of these kind of AI tools, I think there is going to be another addition to the marketing program. So incorporating AIs, how to use AIs in the marketing. Still, there, I, as far as I remember, not, not any school is offering AI and marketing course or market application of AI in marketing, but in the future, they are going to offer these course like digital marketing or social marketing. Maybe metaverse or these kind of virtual reality, because these are going to have a huge application in marketing. So probably we have to incorporate this metaverse or virtual reality into our program in order to make students familiar and teach them how to use this to pursue their marketing goals. Mm -hmm. So yeah, from my perspective, AI, virtual reality, and metaverse is going to be a new addition into marketing course. These days, with the advancement of the technology, there are some courses related to customer experience journey. So you want to observe and see how consumers or customers are kind of perceiving during their journey from kind of initiating the contact until purchasing and after sales. So this journey, what would be that kind of experience and how you can improve that journey for the customers in order to make them not satisfied, but delighted 
So our goal as a marketer is not just to satisfy customers need. We want to make them delighted. Mm -hmm. We want to go beyond their expectations, right? Making them delighted, making them loyal to our product and run a win-win relationship with our customers. Another things that, again, related to this customer is maybe focusing on customer success. So how make your client or your customer successful on their job using your product. So not only we are selling the product to them, but we are selling idea recommendation in order to make them more successful when they are using our product or, or services. That's going to be another aspect. And these days, a few firms has developed some kind of center called customer success center, something like that. And they assign some kind of people in order to talk to customers, doing the follow up with them in order to make sure that they are using your product and services kind of exactly what it is intended to do for them. So mm -hmm. that's going to be another aspect that we have to focus on in our marketing programs. That makes sense. And what about <clears throat> marketing analytics? How is that um, being taught? Do you think there's a gap right now in how it's being taught in university and how's that going to evolve definitely so let's let's explore this issue from four different aspects it could be the material of these kind of business analytics courses that being taught in college or university the instructors who are teaching these courses the students who are sitting in these classrooms and the context the, so for example business students or business education context is totally different from engineering kind of education context. So we have the four aspects. Marketing analytics or business analytics has two words, business analytics or marketing and analytics means that in these kind of programs, we have to focus on both sides, both marketing aspect or business aspect and also analytics aspects. So the goal of these programs should be preparing students or developing students who are making, who are able to make insightful and wise decisions, marketing decisions or business related decisions based on some data and data analysis. So data and data analysis is going to be the input and output is that insightful and wise managerial decision. So, but from my perspective, many of these programs are not preparing students to come up with those kind of managerial decisions and recommendations. Why? Because they are focusing mainly on the analytic part. So, they are teaching more analytics courses, analytic related courses, and ignoring the soft part of that means that deriving some kind of managerial decision. 
So the issue gets worse when we see that business students are not well prepared to learn or digest those kind of technical part, right? So we are bombarding them with so many kind of tools, techniques, advanced methods. Hey, these are the methods that you are going to use. This is the Python. You have to do this analysis using this code and focusing on a bunch of tools and techniques, advanced statistical tools, econometrics tools. And they are going to be overwhelmed. So they have no idea. They just kind of, from my perspective, many of them are kind of memorizing these tools and techniques without knowing how and when they should use these tools in order to make those managerial decisions, right? Mm -hmm. So a recent report by Salesforce in 2022, have you read that report? They surveyed... No. 2400 marketing managers regarding the issue of kind of marketing experts that they are facing these days what are the kind of what is the future and how they are should address the future challenges one of the concern that they uh, talk about is these days marketing graduates or the problem with the marketing experts in a company is that they cannot come up with those decisions, those managerial recommendations. They just use data and data analysis for reporting. So that's the main issue. We teach our students how to develop a good report, but how to use that report in order to advance companies and businesses goal is missing here and the salesforce report is just i'm going to quote that data is often used for reporting but not enough for making decisions and that's the missing part since we are focusing more on tools and techniques and reporting students won't have this kind of managerial mindset how to use this input to arrive at a good output for the company. Also, other kind of reports, for example, Fortune Magazine highlighted that business analytics programs should involve a lot more than crunching numbers. So businesses, managers, they don't care about how well the students or the graduates are doing the numbers, doing those technical things. They just want to see the result, the output. And business analytics or marketing analytics these days, many of them are not preparing students for the second part, mm -hmm. which is managerial contribute, managerial implication of those data analysis. So here is the miss the first issue. More and more they are focusing on technical part rather than the soft part, which is insight generation. 
And what is the reason? So from my perspective, first of all, teaching those tools and techniques is much, much easier than teaching creativity, insight generation, kind of mindset, things like that. So for the business school faculty, it's much easier to teach that part, right? Yeah. So that's why when they go to the classroom, they say, okay, let's focus more on that part rather than this part. So if you want to teach creativity, to teach how to come with a kind of managerial implication, you have to have a rich history of professional work, right? Professional experience. And unfortunately, many of business faculty are fresh college graduates. They got their PhD and they don't have enough background in industry. So that's hard for them to teach how to do kind of these kind of insight generation. It takes time. So maybe if you are going to be a senior professor after having some kind of years in consulting with other companies, you gain that experience but many junior faculty they don't have that capability or ability that's why they are focusing more on technical part rather than those soft skills and insight generation and that also applies to me so i'm not criticizing others so i'm a kind of junior faculty i don't have any professional or industry experience in the u.s I did work four years in Iran, but totally different context, cultures, right? I can use some of the experience that I gained there here in the US, but I don't have any professional experience in the US. So when I want to teach marketing analytics, it is much easier for me. That's my core competency to focus on analytical part more than the inside generation that makes sense and yeah that's that's the main issue that there is a there is not a there is an unbalance between technical and inside generation you're basically saying that the solution to or at least providing a balanced education of both analytics and business context is critical to teaching the next generation about marketing holistically including the you know all the skills that are needed to be successful um so i guess what does it look like when you are teaching business context does that mean bringing in professionals who have been in the industry does it mean reading books from professionals um, or projects maybe with real life uh businesses how do you actually teach that yeah so I cannot answer to that question kind of in a kind of perfect way, but from my perspective is if we want to improve these programs, we have to involve more professionals from the industry who are willing to participate as a kind of advisor or advisory board here. So if we have if we establish a close contact or relationship with the industry, maybe we can define a project with the industry. So this semester I I have I have one client in the auto industry and they kind of 
have a project and my students in my marketing strategy class are working on that real project and they have to present that to the kind of client. So that's going to be a real project with a real outcome. Many universities, they have this kind of collaboration with the industry, but it's not in a kind of, it's not serious, you know what I mean? So they just define a project that's just having a collaboration with the industry and no one cares about the output. I mean, it has to be a real project. So both parties, the client and the university, they have to be committed to doing this project. They have, for example, uh, it should be someone from the industry committed to this project, being involved, supervising students during the semester, and one faculty also committed to doing, the, uh, to get the job done in the best way. So it's student's project, but the outcome should be a real outcome that the industry can use and rely on. So one approach could be establishing a close relationship with the industry. Another approach is having kind of advisory board here, for example, at Wichita State, we just established that advisory board, including 15 to 20 marketing managers from the company in the region. So they just, for example, we have a monthly meeting or kind of every other month we have a meeting with the advisory board getting their feedback. Okay, what is the new trend in the industry? How you want us to prepare students for the future job market? What kind of courses we should add? What are the topics that you want to see more in our courses or curriculum? So having kind of getting a kind of good feedback or a strong feedback from the industry can also enrich and enhance our marketing program in order to better develop the students. Have you heard of the term MarTech? Yes. Yeah, so in I, I've decided to use more kind of marketing technologies in my class, right? So we have to teach students how to use these new tools or new technology in the future when they got a job as a marketer. So just relying on the one-way lecture, just what is marketing, this is the price, this is the product, this is 4P or 7P, it's not sufficient anymore, right? We have to do, but that requires us as an instructor to spend too much time. We have to learn those tools. We have to be kind of extremely involved with those tools, using them frequently in order to be able to teach them to students. So that, that's also another challenge for the instructor. That's why many instructors may say, okay, I don't have time. I rather spend my time doing research, publishing articles, instead of having kind of those teaching those tools in my class. That's another approach that can help our students to be better prepared for the future marketing jobs. So these are the approaches that I think can improve. It's it's easy to say this, hey, these are the approaches, these are the guidelines, but when you want to implement them, 
that's going to be a totally different story, mm -hmm. right? It takes time, it needs support, so a totally new story. That's why many schools may just ignore this part and say, okay, let's go with the traditional method of marketing. We teach these five courses and we teach these two softwares and that's it done. Yeah. Yeah, then, I think marketing right. is expanding so quickly that anything you're trying to teach is going to be outdated. So I think there may be pressure to stick to the old stuff that's never going to change, like the theories, because, you know, if you're teaching SQL next year, they're going to be teaching Python. If you're teaching Python next year, they're teaching AI script generation. So staying at the cutting edge of the technology piece is really hard, but I think it's important to still try. Yeah, but if you just kind of limit your teaching to those kind of basics, it doesn't have any value for your students. They can learn all those basics on YouTube, right? They can play a video on YouTube. This is a 4P, this is 7P, this is advertising, this is ADA model, this is this, 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 right? So in the short term, maybe it's good, it's easier to do that. But in the long term, then the marketing majors will be kind of disappear because mm -hmm. no one is interested in learning those basics. I already have those kind of knowledge from online sources, right? Mm -hmm. So I think as a marketer, so one of our job is to be responsive to the external environment, right? And external environment is this kind of coming, these new technologies. We have to be adaptable. We have to be responsive, learning those tools and teaching our students. So it's hard, but I think if we want to have a good marketing programs, we have to cover those kind of evolving context of environment as well. So mm -hmm. we have to focus on that part. I mentioned AI and ChatGPT. How do you think that will change the teaching of marketing and analytics? I think no one knows because six, eight months ago, I had no idea what ChatGPT. I don't know what's going to happen eight months later, right? ChatGPT five, six, what that will be like. But yeah, regarding the teaching definitely makes teaching for the instructor easier and they will have more time to develop more content, right? So if we use these AI tools and chat GPT, things like that, we will save more time. But at the same time, we have to save that extra time to teach and new tools and new techniques and new concepts to the students. For example, this is the AI. We had pricing before the internet era, pricing after the internet. Now we have to come up with some kind of pricing tools, techniques or ideas after AI. So this is the AI era and then we have, so I think AI can definitely impact how we are going to teach 
marketing concept, even basic concept. So something that was applicable 25 years ago, that basic concept of the pricing, now it might not be applicable. So I think 20 years ago, we didn't have this concept of price match, right? But now we have the price match concept. So you can look online, hey, this kind of seller is providing a cheaper price. I can order it now. So go to Best Buy and then show that on your phone and then they will give you a discount, right? So price match was something that entered the pricing concept, right? Mm -hmm. Now in the future, maybe there's going to be some new concept adding to the pricing, to the product, to the promotion, to the place concept of four piece. So definitely will change, make it easier to teach those basics, but we have to be prepared for the new concept that are evolving over time with the AI. And the same goes for the analytics. So uh, 10 years ago, when you want to do some kind of basic data analytics, you use Excel or SPSS, something like that, and do the analytics. And after that, these kind of advanced statistical software. So I'm not saying 10 years ago, maybe 25 years ago, right? Mm -hmm. And over the past 10 or 15 years, the Python are, they are using it more frequently. But given the power of the AI, I think these days, no one is going to use those softwares for doing data analytics. Maybe there are going to some AI tools that you just import data and get the result. You are not supposed to write a code, those mm -hmm. kind of 10,000, 20,000 line of codes. I remember when I was doing my PhD, I wrote more than, I think, 10,000 lines of wow. stats and stat of code to run the analysis and get the result, right? But these days, available AI tools can help you to do the basic analysis. In the future, maybe they can do more, some sophisticated analysis. And even if you want to do the analysis using Python or Stata, these AI tools can be your kind of research assistant or even your instructor. So you can ask them, hey, I want to do this with SAS. Write me a SAS code for these things that I want and then mm -hmm. generate it. So that's why I'm saying that focusing more on technical part, it's not a good idea these days because students can learn Python, can use Python with the help of ChatGPT writing the code. So as long as they know the basics, the concept of Python, how to do data analysis, Python, SPSS, SAS, Stata, I think that's fine. Once they got the result, then they have to be able to use that result in order to make kind of impactful decisions. So that's how AI is changing the analytics kind of context, right? Yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense. It's uh, like technology is taking over a greater share of uh, what humans used to do. Uh, 
you know, it's it's like it's like the self-driving car. Now there's robots that can do the task and you no longer have to pilot the machine as carefully and the machine can start to drive itself, power itself a little bit. So that means that we sort of get to go back, uh, maybe zoom out a little bit and focus on strategic concepts, management concepts. I was actually curious while you were saying uh, this, you, you mentioned that you got your MBA. So how did that impact your uh, career? And would you recommend an MBA for marketers? Having an MBA definitely is a good addition to your portfolio, right? It can kind of improve your skill set. So definitely is a good choice. But I think getting MBA is a good option for someone who has a background in the industry, still working in kind of industry, and they want to change their career path. For example, so far I was R&D manager industry now i want to move to other department maybe the sales department maybe the marketing department having this technical background then if you want to move to that department you have to change your mindset you have to change your analytical and technical mindset to some kind of soft and how can i say thinking abstract some totally different mindset right and MBA programs can help you to do that transition from that kind of solid number heavy mindset to kind of soft mindset. So I recommend MBA to those people who want to change their career path within their organization. That's definitely a good addition for them. But if someone is a college graduate in the business program, maybe that's not going to be a good addition. If you are a college graduate, but in totally unrelated field, for example, mechanical engineering, in my case, I graduated as a mechanical engineering. I didn't like the kind of mechanical engineering domain. So I decided to change to switch. So maybe it's also good for those students as well, but they can pursue master of kind of operations, master of marketing, master of science in finance. It's not necessarily MBA. So from my perspective, MBA is a good addition to someone who has industry experience, not a fresh college graduate. Mm -hmm. If you have industry experience, then you can go and uh, have a kind of part-time MBA, executive MBA, and that definitely help you to grow and being promoted in your department. That makes sense. Yeah. So I wanted to share something about these kind of marketing analytics or business analytics kind of curriculum issue. Um, we talk about the focusing more on technical aspect rather than the soft skills part, right? So we want to, I want to say, if we focus more on technical, we are selling, because I'm saying that students are not our customers. They are the output of the business school, means they are the product, right? And if they find a job with a good pay, 
means that we are selling them at a high price, right? So we can sell them to the industry. This is our product and we are selling them, right? So if we focus more on technical part, means that we are positioning them as a data scientist, right? So other colleges are also developing data scientists. For example, computer science, statistics, industrial engineering, all these other programs are preparing their students somehow to be a data scientist, right? So we are going to be a kind of place our students in a position that they have to compete head to head competition with those graduates. And I believe it's not a fair competition because the graduates from computer science statistics, they have more stronger background when it comes to the data, data analysis, and those kind of mathematical and statistical tools, right? So business graduates cannot compete with them on that point. And if the business, if the companies or industry wants to hire someone to do the analysis, they prefer to hire those graduates, not mm -hmm. the business graduates. So the advantage of business graduate is we, they should have the basic of those analysis, those techniques, those tools, and then having that inside generation skills and ability adding to that. So if we prepare our students with the basic of data analysis and techniques and providing a huge set of skills regarding the software skills for inside generation, then we are positioning them not as a data scientist, but as a marketing expert who can make a decision based on data. So we are differentiating our output from other colleges' output. So make them easier, make it easier for them to find a job. So this is my perspective. So we, if we focus more on technical part, then in the future, they will have some issue with kind of finding a job because they have to compete with other graduates. And another thing is most of the time businesses can outsource this data and data analysis part, right? So you can hire a statisticians, you can hire a person with a computer science background to do that data analysis part for you. From my perspective, the only thing that business graduates should know about the data and analysis is this is the marketing issue, marketing problem. In order to address and find a solution for this marketing issue, what kind of data do I need? Do I have that data or not? If not, what are the resources? What are the sources of that data? How can I get that data? Because in the industry, businesses, your managers will not provide you data. You have to get that data, right? So once I have this ability to know what is the appropriate data to address this question, that's the first step of having analytical mind. So from my perspective, analytics is not just running some statistical tool techniques with mm -hmm. SAS or Python. The first part is finding a good data. 
Then the second step is, okay, this is the data. How should I analyze that? So there are so many tools and methods. For example, one question, marketing question is, what factor impact customers' time to purchase my product? Okay, so time to make purchase. So customers purchase my product today. I want to see what factors are impacting his next purchase time. So if I accelerate that purchase means that it's going to shorter time more frequently and then more profit. So this time to purchase. So you can use regression analysis. You can use logistic analysis. You can use hazard models. But which one? Which one is appropriate? So regression and logistic methods are not appropriate for these kind of questions, right? You have to use hazard model. So if my business graduate knows that, okay, this is the data. This is the method. Now I want to hire a statistician to run this method for me. Okay, that's it. That's, from my perspective, that should be the goal of kind of marketing programs for their graduates. Know how to collect data, where is the good data, what is the good data to address that question, and then how to analyze that, then they can easily resource, uh, outsource it. Once they get their statistical results, then now it's their turn. It's their job to analyze that. So I think this is another approach. So analytics is not just doing data analysis or crunching numbers. Start from data collection to visualization. And from my perspective, data collection, finding a good data and also visualization is much more important than the kind of the second step, which is analysis. You can outsource that part. That makes sense. Yeah. We have to prepare our students to convert data to wisdom. So first get the data, then clean that data and extract information. And once you analyze that data, you get a knowledge. That's the third step. And then convert that knowledge to the kind of intelligence. And then the final step, which is the hardest part, is converting the intelligence to the wisdom. So the goal is to follow this path when we want to teach analytics, teaching students how to convert data to the wisdom. And that's very challenging. Still, I'm struggling with that to how should I do that when I teach marketing analytics, but that's my goal. And mm -hmm. uh, I think other instructor and faculty should have that in mind because many of these kind of analytical related course, they just teach students how to convert data to knowledge. That's it. They don't teach them how to use that knowledge and when to use that knowledge and why they are using that knowledge, right? Mm. So these are going to be intelligence and wisdom. But yeah, so it's, it's better to go beyond 
the knowledge step having kind of providing intelligence and also wisdom yeah and on that note i think best strategy around that is to start at the uh, levers that that you or your team can control so what are you able to actually do to impact the business performance do you shift money around do you place more money in well-performing campaigns do you have the ability to change what campaigns are active or modify the targeting whatever your levers are that becomes the basis for what you analyze to extract insights because then you could say well how much do i turn this dial what is the optimum amount should i turn it more or or turn it off and and how what are how should we change these levers and then once you know that then the analytics fall into place you know what i need what you need to analyze to uh, maximize that and then you connect it to the kpis to know is is the change i'm making actually improving the business so that's that's a a very excellent point so uh, that's we are referring to the kind of marketing metrics yeah so along with the marketing analytics we have to add another course which is a marketing metrics right so before running any campaign or before running any data analysis, we have to look at the metrics. Okay, If we have the right metrics to look at, for example, what is the return on kind of investment, ROI, or return on marketing investment, or uh, what is the rate of kind of customer share? What is the acquisition cost? So these are all the metrics that we have to talk about. So we have to have these metrics, okay? So on the acquisition cost, I think it is too high. What should we do in order to reduce that cost? Then it comes when this is the time for doing data analysis, data collection and analysis. And then based on that analysis, you come up with the idea as a marketing part. Then you develop a campaign, run the campaign or do the new kind of tactics or strategy. And then the last step is again, looking at those KPI. Okay, now let's look at the customer acquisition cost or customer churn rate. Do I see any changes or not? Mm-hmm. If yes, then my marketing analytics approach were kind of successful. If not, it wasn't successful. So in order to measure whether the, your campaign, your marketing analytics kind of uh, marketing analysis or these kind of activity were successful or not. You have to have those KPIs. You have to have the right metrics to look at. And that's going to be a good addition when we want to teach a marketing analytics program, right? So one critical part is the metrics. So we have to have both marketing analytics and marketing metrics course in our curriculum. And thank you for bringing that up. That's a very valid and good point. We are focusing more on technical parts, but we as an instructor are not a good instructor or a kind of proper person to teach that tool. So I'm a faculty of business marketing. I'm not, I don't have a PhD in statistics. I don't have a PhD in computer science. Those faculty who graduated as a computer scientist or as a statistician, they got their PhD 
they had a better training on how to teach those statistical tools, data analysis to their students, right? Mm -hmm. So another issue when we focus more on data analysis and tools and techniques is, is coming from the instructor part, right? Mm -hmm. We are not a best person or appropriate person to teach that to our students, okay? So that's why I'm saying that instead of focusing more on tools and techniques and these kind of sophisticated statistical techniques, my job should be, uh, it's better to be on soft skills. I have a knowledge of these tools, but it's better to not focusing more on tools, but on the outcome of these tools and techniques. And the, another part is students expectations so as a business students you don't have you are not prepared to learn those sophisticated tools right so if you wanted that you would have go to statistics or computer science major so the mindset of business students is also not a good mindset for learning those sophisticated and advanced tools so if we kind of scale down on these techniques and tools, providing a more kind of customized version for the business students or marketing students. That would kind of lead to the better results. So that's another things that I believe that the business education context is totally different from engineering education context. So mindset mm -hmm. are not well prepared to absorb and digest those hard and technical tools and techniques. So that's why I insist that marketing departments should at least be balanced, right? Mm -hmm. From my perspective, it's better to spend 30% on technical and 70% on the soft part, but at least be balanced because I don't say that all schools are unbalanced. There are so kind of many schools, top schools, when you look at Harvard business schools, they provide a good kind of business analytics or marketing analytics curriculum. It's a balance. They are focusing both on technical part and inside generation part. But there are so many other schools that heavily focusing on technical part rather than the stuff. And I think it's not a good approach for the te for teaching marketing analytics. That's very insightful. And I, I totally agree. We have to kind of redraw a perceptual map for the marketing analytics. So from my perspective, if you have two dimensions, technical and soft skills, and you want to position a marketing analytics program on this map, from my perspective, it's above average on technical part and below average on soft skill. But we have to reposition it. So we have to make the technical part average or below average, but the soft skill part at least average. And my, from my side, it's going to be to the high, high end. Mm -hmm. So that's another thing that we have, as a marketer, we have to reposition our our product means that graduates 
they are they have an average background on technical part and strong background on the soft skills and insight generation. Thank you, Sina. I really appreciate you uh, joining for this hour. I hope that the listeners learned a lot. Very much. Thank you, Alex. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We'll talk to you soon.